Let's face it, thrifting has become the new normal. But shopping for secondhand gifts? Eh, still a little taboo. Today we're going to be sharing all of the reasons why we love to thrift gifts. And if it sounds a little weird to you, we're going to share some tips on how to do it. Also in today's episode, we set out on a thrift challenge to show how fun and easy it can be to thrift gifts for your friends. We thrifted an entire outfit for each other under $20, and we're going to reveal the results in today's episode. Keep listening for episode 15 of Allow Us to Re-Thriftroduce Ourselves. Welcome back. Allow Us to Re-Thriftroduce Ourselves. This is Shannon. I'm Dina. We're excited to be back and talking about grifting. Turns out grifting is not what we thought it was. Hmm. (laughs) That was... Not so pleasant surprise. (laughs) (laughs) What does grifting mean? (sighs) The act of swindling someone. So like a pickpocketer. (laughs) Not what we're talking about today. No. We're talking about the art of thrifting gifts. Yes. So Shannon had the great idea of coming up with this topic for today's episode. Why did you want to talk about thrifting gifts? I thought it would be a lot of fun to challenge ourselves and show everyone that it's not as hard as you think to go out and thrift a gift for someone. One of the most challenging things for myself is to go out and find an outfit. So I thought, why not take that challenge and put it on you to go find me an outfit and I can go find you an outfit. And I thought that would be a lot of fun to show that it's not as hard as we think. It doesn't take as long as we think. And if you have the right list and the right ideas of who you're looking for, you're going to find some great things. I'm really excited about today's topic. Uh, Thrifting is more mainstream than it used to be, but thrifting gifts for people is still a little taboo. So we thought we would talk through some of the reasons why thrifting gifts is such a great way to buy gifts for people and some tips on how to do it and where to start. So if you've never thrifted a gift before, I can see why the thought of that could be a little overwhelming or a little odd even. Right. So we have some really great tips to share based on our own personal experiences. And hopefully by the uh, end of this episode, we'll remove the stigma that's attached to thrifting secondhand gifts. I hope so. So as Shannon said, part of this uh, episode is that we thrifted an outfit for each other, head to toe, under $20. We're going to reveal what those outfits look like in a bit. I have no idea what she bought for me. Yeah, I have no idea what you bought for me, but I'm really excited. So we're going to get to that in a bit. First, I have a story I need to share. I cannot wait to hear this story. All right, I was pretty hype about this story yesterday when I texted you because it all unfolded right before I texted you. Oh. Okay. A few weeks ago, I had an amazing thrift haul experience. Like I had an amazing thrift experience shopping. I just found a lot of really cool stuff. And one of the things I found was a dress. And you know I love 80s glam, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've talked about my collection of vintage beaded dresses many times on this podcast. Right. So I found this dress. I'm going to show you what it looks like. Yes, let me see. What? So I love how sheer it is in the front oh yeah like it looks like lightning bolts how much was it it was four dollars oh my god so i'm like who cares four dollars like that's so cheap so it sits in the back seat of my car for like ever and so i'm cleaning out my car i'm like all right fine let me just list this dress Mm -hmm. who cares 
but before I did, I Googled the brand and it turns out to be this Puerto Rican designer. Okay. Her name is Carlota Alfaro. Okay. I'm sure I'm butchering the accent. Camille, help us. Yeah. Paging Camille <laughs> Garcia. And so I look her up and she's like this big designer in Puerto Rico. Oh. And then I found two dresses on Poshmark and they were ones asking a thousand dollars and one was asking five hundred dollars and i'm like oh these must be like wedding gowns or something Uh so i do a little more digging and then i end up finding this designer's instagram page she also uh she also has a like a fashion college in puerto rico oh wow she teaches fashion design she's been in the game forever i think she was at her peak in the 80s okay which explains this dress yeah so i'm like interesting Maybe this dress is a little cooler than I thought it was. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm just going to send them a message on Instagram. What? So I sent them a message on Instagram thinking they're never going to respond to me. And uh-huh. I'm like, hey, I found this dress. I would love to know when it was made because it looks like it was made in the 80s, but I just want to be sure. Uh-huh. And they responded to me. And they were like, oh, my gosh, I'll, f- I'll ask and find out. And then I'm like, well... I'm just going to ask. I'm like, how much do her dresses go for? Uh-huh. And they were like, at least $1,000. What? What was this dress doing in Akron? I don't what? know. What? $1,000? Oh, wow. So I did a little more digging, and it turns out this designer designed Miss Puerto Rico 2010 her costume, not her gown. Like, you know how they wear their, their yeah. costume? She designed her costume. That's so cool. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Well, I think one of the main reasons why I got all hyped up about it yesterday is because one of my favorite things about thrift and vintage shopping is uncovering the story behind your thrifted find. And a lot of times, most of the time, we aren't able to do that. We can make assumptions. You know, we can assume who wore it before us and what their lives were like and why it ended up at this store. But more often than not, we can't do that. So I was excited because I was able to uncover parts of the story of this dress. I still don't know where it came from and why it ended up at this store, but I was able to uncover parts of the story and I was able to uncover it pretty quickly too. Like it, like I have goosebumps on my neck. Like it's really a neat a neat story. Four dollars for a thousand dollar dress. Okay. Do you know did they tell you what year? No, she hasn't gotten back to me yet. Okay. That's really fun though. Wow. She was excited. She's like, oh please tag us in this. Oh, that's fun. No. Wow. I was just it was a lot of thrift investigating <laughs> thriftigating thriftigating <laughs> let us so, know if that's already a word <laughs> god oh my goodness that's fun yeah so i'll share it. the dress that's, i love that story it's great all right shannon let's talk about the art of thrifting gifts as I mentioned earlier, thrifting gifts is still somewhat taboo. I think there's still a lot of confusion and a l- little bit of a gray area. Uh, so let's break that cycle. So let's start with the why. Why should people thrift gifts? And then we'll talk a little bit about how to thrift gifts. Okay. So you are the th- grifting pro. <laughs> why do you thrift gifts? You can find amazing things brand new in the box or with tags. Very true. Another reason why I love to thrift gifts is because you can find some really cool, unique, one-of-a-kind items that remind you of that person. Yes. And nobody else will have the same thing. That's one of my favorite things about thrifting. The third reason why is you save so much money and your recipient won't know the difference. 
So a lot of times like we'll go out and we'll spend like 50 bucks where if you're grifting, you can spend about 10 in it. You can make it look like 50. Totally. And when we talk about the how, we can talk more about how to do that. Right. One of my absolute favorite reasons why I love to thrift gifts, and I experienced this when I was thrifting your outfit for this episode, was that it forces you to explore different areas of the thrift store that you usually wouldn't go to. Okay. So like, remember when you were thrifting gifts for the kids? Yes. Like you go to different areas that you usually don't, that aren't necessarily part of your everyday thrift route. Mm -hmm. So I love doing that. I love looking at shoes, for example, that I wouldn't have looked at for myself, Mm -hmm. but I looked at them for you. I looked at just knowing your style. I looked at certain shirts and things like that that I would have skipped over for myself. Right. So that's one of my favorite reasons why. And it's a great way if you are new to thrifting and you're still kind of trying to go more often and feel more comfortable navigating a thrift store, put put a gift on your list and go explore an area that you wouldn't typically explore. I love that idea of thrifting out of the box. Ooh. Mm-hmm. God, we think we're so smart with our analogies. Like, Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing is that it's good for the environment. We're not out there buying more, buying more to, you know, eventually then throw away. We're actually going out and buying somebody else's treasures. So we might be buying something from the 80s, which is a lot of fun because then it's getting like a new home, you know, and especially if you're buying it for a friend, it makes it even extra special. Yep. It's breathing new life into forgotten items. I love it. Well, the, the gifts that make me sad at the thrift store are the super personal ones. Yeah. Like you'll see like something that's engraved or an old photo album or like anniversary gifts. I see them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. It's not weird. It's just that like people may not be around anymore. That's true. It's not weird. You're yeah. right. It's not weird. I mean, yeah. where else is it going to go? It's better than going in the trash. Exactly. Yeah. But it is kind of sad. Like you were finding those photo books of people. When I find mugs with like graduation mugs, oh, like personal, mu- like yeah. personalized mugs people yeah. made, I, I find that stuff all the time. <laughs> like who's gonna? I mean, I guess you really needed a mug. I mean, <laughs> I would buy it with some kid's face on it. You know, you can DIY it. You can like break it and then do something with glass art. Like you can do some weird stuff. Oh, that's really cool, Shannon. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it, but you can do it. Yeah, that's a good point that we're going to talk about later. Um, Are we going to review our outfits or what? Because I'm like really hyper about it. Do the thing. All right, can I turn around and look? Wait, I have two shirts because the first one I bought after I brought it home, the more and more I stared at it, I think it might be a children's shirt. But it was in the woman's. But it was so perfect that I like grabbed it and didn't really think extra about it. So there is a shirt underneath as like a second just in case it is a kid's shirt which i'm thinking it is so the total before the extra shirt was eight dollars for the whole outfit but then i had to buy that other shirt which was like um three dollars so eight nine ten eleven eleven dollars altogether for the whole outfit with two shirts with two shirts yeah your initial per your initial total was eight dollars yeah dude i found like half price stuff i went on a great day i can't wait i can't turn around oh god (laughs) yeah oh my god Shit, and I absolutely, I'm spitting. <laughs> Are you serious? I absolutely love it. You, okay, get closer look at the kid's shirt. Oh my god. Do you think it's a kid's shirt? <laughs> well, let's see. What's the brand? <laughs> it is. Oh, I knew that it. Is 
so Isn't it so cute, cute though? I might be able to make it work, though. I love... Okay, what about the second oh shirt? Do you like the second shirt? You got me a vintage tie. I know. Isn't that cute? Let me quickly describe this. I'm going to share the photos in the show notes. She got me a pair of ankle polka dot pants, like uh, kind of like office work pants, a yellow blazer. I got it for half price. I was really pumped. Beautiful yellow blazer. The shirt that she's talking about that she thought was a kid's shirt is a striped shirt with a pink heart on it. <laughs> So there's so like cute. adorable pop of pink. And then the backup shirt is a vintage black and white floral top. Isn't that cute? You did amazing. Yay, thank you. All right, I'm going to lay my outfit out now. Okay. Okay, turn around. Okay. <gasps> what, do you even got me shoes? Oh, that's so cute, Dina. They're Tommy Hilfiger? Oh, cute. I mean, I know you don't wear wedges all the time, but oh, I thought maybe so cute. Oh, for like, um, yeah. like a parent-teacher night or something. Yeah, that's really cute. This is really cute. <gasps> I love this. Sh you found this shirt? It's like brand new. It's like a kimono. I got Shannon a pair of jeans, a ruffle black knit top, a printed striped kimono with green because i know you love green and some wedges and a matching clutch how much did you spend 18 dollars. nice job all in like one trip you, you have like literally an entire outfit like a, an entire ensemble like i have a, a clutch to take even and shoes are you gonna tell me which goodwill you were at i went to state road oh man i got them all in one trip the vision i had in mind for this was teacher casual uh -huh. like maybe for like a casual friday at school yeah. or like a casual parent teacher night because mm -hmm. i know you don't wear wedges all the time because mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to be on my feet in those all day in, they're super in cute class though. yeah but for like a casual day yeah oh i'm so excited dude that's perfect i love it thank you so much this is a perfect example of you have to go often because i was just at state road and didn't find any of this stuff mm -hmm. a week before you that's a good point because another thing that happens is not only do you have to go often, sometimes I do like a final sweep before I leave the store. Uh -huh. Do you do that? It depends on how quick I'm wanting to get out of there. Yeah. Like I usually do it when I'm pretty desperate where I'm like, I really, really need to find what I'm looking for. I'll do a final sweep. Uh -huh. And that day I did a final sweep in the clothes and in the shoes. And that's when I found your shirt. Oh my gosh. And the jeans. Do you actually. think they just put them out? Yeah, no, no question. Oh my god! I think they put them out when I was in the fitting room because I went through every single shirt on that rack, uh -huh. and there's no way that shirt was on there. Same with the jeans. That's crazy. So that final sweep, if you have the time to do it, is so crucial. You know what's funny? The only time I do final sweeps is when I can't stand in the line because it's too long and it makes me mad. Or you need to like kill some time. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not standing in that line. I'm going to go yeah. shop some more. <laughs> so tell me about your process of finding everything. What was on your list? What were you looking for? How long did it take you? Okay. I was looking for like a work outfit, but I was also looking for something bold and fun. And I had set in my head that I was going to go on Wednesday to Goodwill because that's when the color changed. And it was awesome because I got your blazer for like $2.50. And then I found the kid shirt at the village. <laughs> but then later, like after I realized I'd bought a kid shirt, I started searching for something fun that could go with it. And I found it in Northfield at the Goodwill in Northfield. Oh, your really? Your vintage shirt. Mm -hmm. 
they do yeah. have a lot of vintage in Northfield. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm just going to go in there quick. I'm going to, I'm on the search for a shirt for Dina and I'm not going to look at everything else because I don't want this to feel overwhelming. I want to find something. And if I don't find anything, I'm going to leave, you know, not worry about it. But I was successful both times. Actually, three, three times I went to three different places. Three places. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. I went in there th- saying, I'm only shopping for Shannon today. Yeah. I did end up buying things for myself, mm-hmm. but there I there were things I just kind of picked up along the way. Right. But I was on a mission, went directly to the clothes because there were a couple times where I went thrifting and I thought, okay, I'm going to shop for Shannon and mm-hmm. and I never shopped for you. Uh-huh. I just kept. So I'll just I'll just do it later. I'll just do it later. Yeah. So I I really had to stay focused, but it was so fun. It really is. It's so much fun to shop for another person. So let's talk about the how. How do you thrift gifts for other people. And we thought we would share some of our personal tips, some of our personal approaches. Everybody's approach might look different. But tell me, what are what are some of the first things you do when you thrift gifts for other people? In order to be a great grifter, um, you need to keep a list <laughs> of all the mm-hmm. people that you're buying for. It's easier if I start looking all the time. It doesn't need to be my priority, but it needs to be in the back of my head that I'm looking for something for Dina And if I find something in December, I'm going to hold it till September. No big deal. Keep a list of the people that you want to buy for. And that's like the number one key. Absolutely. I think if we skip every other tip on this list, that's the only one you need to know. Right. Keep that list running all year round. Like you said, in the back of your mind, because it's not like Target. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, I saw this at Target. Let me add it to my wish list. Or I saw this on Amazon. Let me bookmark this for later you're probably never going to see it again. Right. So pick up those things as you see them throughout the year. Keep that list going for your friends, for your kids. I do this for my daughter all the time. I have a list of toys that I know she'll probably need later or I want now. And I just pick them up throughout the year and I put them away. And then I give them to her on birthdays or special occasions and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's the best way to do it. Another quick and easy tip to get into the habit of thrifting gifts is to know your audience. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a friend that just won't understand and would kind of be uncomfortable with the idea that you thrifted a gift for them, stick to the new with tags, new in box items. Right. Unless they need a gift receipt, they're not going to know the difference. So right. stick to the things that you know look brand new, feel brand new. I find little housewares and knickknacks that are brand new from Target at Goodwill. Right, me too. All the time. Nobody would ever know the difference. Exactly. And what? What's? who cares? You're not hurting anyone. If it's someone who does not give a crap that you bought something from Goodwill, mm-hmm. like Shannon, <laughs> just mm-hmm. get creative and buy them things that you know they will love and that would speak to them. And then if it's if the audience is someone like your kid and they don't have a say in it, then you just buy whatever the heck you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Teach them sustainability. If they start their life out that way where they're getting gifts from the thrift store, teach them that it isn't weird. And we can start to raise a whole new generation that is looking at the environment environment instead of looking at new things all the time. I love that so much. (laughs) Another quick and easy tip to get into the habit of thrifting gifts is to keep an eye out for things that you can DIY. You made a good point, like you were kind of joking about breaking that mug and turning it into something (laughs) else, but that's actually a really good point. Right. You can thrift all sorts of things that you can make for 
your friends. Right, exactly. So examples around the holidays, we love to give baskets to each other, like thrift the basket. You know, like baskets are so expensive. Go to the thrift store, start looking for baskets now. Start looking for baskets all the time. When you find a good one, because there's a lot of junky ones out there, you will find a good one. Grab it. You're going to use it at the ho- at holiday time. Actually, anytime you can fill a basket up for somebody. Other really fun things you can do is uh, look for planters. It's always nice, like if you're invited out to a dinner at someone's home to show up with like a little gift. If you have little planters around that you can personalize and put a little succulent in or maybe flowers from your garden and you show up with fresh flowers for your friend in a cute little pot that you found thrifting, like what are you spending, like 90 cents? You know how much your friend's going to enjoy that. Another thing is if around the holidays, any holiday, you're giving baked goods, find cool plates at the thrift store. You don't need to buy them brand new. And you can find really unique plates too. So people think that you really like you know, spend a lot of money when you're showing up with this gold-plated plate, but like nobody knows, you know, and it's so much fun and pretty. Another thing you can pick up uh, are gift boxes. Yeah, I've seen those so many times. Gift tins. And they're so expensive. Yeah, all these little accessories are uh, a great way to get your feet wet Mm -hmm. with uh, thrifting gifts. So if you're not totally comfortable with the idea of just going hard and thrifting an entire outfit for someone. I love the idea of buying these little things here and there. Like like you said, the plates, the boxes, uh, the little accessories, a DIY, a vase, um, like a glass jar that you can put some some stuff in there, right. some flowers or, or holiday, fill it up with some holiday stuff. Well, and I think the key is mixing thrifted finds with non-thrifted finds too. So that's what I do a lot too. Like I don't always strictly thrift gifts. I'll buy some things that I know that they want or that they're like, that they'll like, but I'll also try to mix in some things either that are new with tags from the thrift store or maybe something unique and vintage and, and cool that they would like. Or maybe I'm using an accessory from the thrift store, like you said, like a basket or a box or something like that. So it's not all one or the other. You can mix and match thrifted and non-thrifted gifts, but the idea is to just really get into the habit of thrifting gifts and to not view it as kind of this weird approach to gifting. Right. The only people would be you and I that would be like, giving each other with tag but we'd be like guess what we thrifted it totally we'd be so <laughs> proud we'd give it and we'd be like oh my god i can't believe you spent this much money and you'd be like girl i thrifted it well you got janine a bunch of thrifted stuff for her first birthday oh yeah and they are some of my absolute favorite gifts the, some of the that dress you got her uh-huh. every time she wears it people are like where did you get that from where did you get that from it's totally one of a kind one of a kind nobody no other one-year-old can wear that dress except for Janine. I mean, I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. It's so cute. It makes me so happy. Oh, that's great. So what is the coolest thing other than Janine's dress that you <laughs> grifted for someone? Well, it kind of includes a lie, but I'm okay with it, with telling you about it. You know, last year I went to Europe and... I was in London and my grandma like loves English everything. And when I came home, I was like, wow, I really wish I would have bought her like a teapot or something. While we were there, like the last thing I was thinking about would be like to go and, t- and find a teapot and try to get it home without it breaking and blah, blah, blah. So we're at Goodwill. You and I were at Goodwill. So you kind of know the story. And I found a teapot and on the bottom says made in London. And I was like, Dina. <laughs> 
I am going to take this teapot. It was beautiful. It just had some tea spots in it. Oh. And I'm going to clean it out so it looks brand new and vi- but slash vintage. And I'm going to give it to my grandma at Christmas and say I saved it for her. And I found it in London. So I did lie to her. But what's the difference? I told her I found it at a thrift store in London. What's the difference? How does she react? She loves it and keeps it on display because it's from London. Do you laugh every time you see it? Like, do you? I always <laughs> secretly want to tell her. Inside. Yeah. I like, I want to tell her. But at the same time, I'm like, for what? It's just going to crush her heart. How can it? Like, sorry, I found it in Cuyahoga Falls on State Road. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it, it was made in London. This is seriously, I'm tearing up. This is one of the best stories. And the fact that you I know, just, you guys kept asking me, oh. are you seriously going to do this? Because I found it in like September last year. And I gave it to her in December for Christmas. And you know what? She loves it. She loves it. She has three oh. prize teapots and that's one of them. That's my favorite story of all time. That's my favorite thrifting story of all time. Oh my gosh, I can't top that. I mean, I I can't. Okay, all this talk about gifts, I'm going to kind of twist it a little bit because we didn't touch on this before. We get a lot of gifts. How do we get rid of gifts? So like what I mean is like I have things from people that have given this gift to me, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I don't really need it in my life anymore, but I feel really guilty giving it away to Goodwill. How do you deal with that? Or like what if like you got a Christmas gift last year and you're kind of done with it or maybe you didn't really like it in the first place? How do you go about getting rid of gifts that people have given you? Yeah. Well, the first thing that I thought of was to re-gift it. Give it to somebody else that you think would appreciate it. Okay. So sort of along the same lines, going back to that episode about releasing our emotional attachment to things, you felt better when you gave some of your nostalgic items to people who would appreciate them. Right. I would try that same approach first. So maybe give it to, I don't know, a school or a friend or a kid. Okay. And then if I'm sure you'll find somebody that would appreciate it. Like all the people that you know and come in contact with. Right. And then if there's nobody left, I guess I would try letting something go and seeing how it feels. Because you, you haven't really given yourself a chance to let some of these gifts go. I guess let me back up by saying it's okay Like, you're not expected to hold on to something forever unless it was, like, a family heirloom. But (laughs) if it was a mug, you know, or, like... (laughs) I have so many mugs. You know what I mean? Like, I I think it's to be expected that you're not going to have these things forever. That's just the way things are. Right. But maybe you haven't given yourself a chance to let some of these gifts go. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe try giving something away or donating a gift and see how it feels then you'd be like oh it's okay they still love me i still love them they don't hate me anymore or i mean they don't hate me because i got rid of a mug they gave me in 2005 really yeah like in the back of my head i have like that somebody's gonna come over and be like oh where'd you put the blah 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 that i gave you you know but like that's never in my life happened never happened that i believe that it's like what am i thinking I don't know. Give me an example of something of a gift that's sitting around your house that maybe has run its course. A old picture that I got from a friend. Like art. Do you know anybody that would want it? Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, 
I just feel bad getting rid of it. How long have you had it? 13 years. <laughs> Shannon, I don't think this person probably even remembers that they got it for you. Oh, I know. I know. If it's something that I never liked in the first place, I always try to give it to somebody that might like it. Okay. Okay. That actually makes me feel really good. You know what? This is a really cool thing, but maybe it's not my style or mm-hmm. and it feels it feels nice to give it mm-hmm. to somebody that's like, "Oh, really? You don't want this?" That's true. That's true cuz like you'll you'll just put it in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, then they'll appreciate yeah. it and actually use it. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, well, how do you feel about regifting? Then obviously you're pro regifting. <laughs> People are going to listen to this episode and be like, they are the tackiest people ever. First of all, they thrift their gifts. Who says so? Who Second says? Second of all, they re-gift everything. Gosh. Third of all, they donate all of our gifts. <laughs> who who decides what's tacky and what's not tacky? Tacky Ooh. police, go away. Tacky police. <laughs> I'm okay with re-gifting in moderation. Yeah. Like, don't be a serial re-gifter because yeah. people are going to know that you're re-gifting stuff all the time. Yeah. I only do it when it's really something maybe I already own or it's really something I'm never going to use or I just don't like it. Yeah. Or like you already have like three of them or something. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I have a story about a toy that we got when Janine was born and I put it away because I don't give her all her toys at once. Like I roll them out every few weeks or once a month or something. And so it sat in the closet for a while and then... Last minute, I needed a Christmas gift for my nephew. (laughs) I don't know how I forgot to buy him a gift. I know. And so I was like, oh, real quick, real quick. Let me pull this gift out of the closet and just give it to him. And Mm -hmm. I wrapped it up. And then when we got there and they started playing with it, I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) this is the worst toy ever oh, it was she was about to beat you for giving him like this awful toy i was like in, legit embarrassed to say something and like me and my sisters are really close yeah. i was like oh my gosh dina come <laughs> on i was more embarrassed by the fact that i forgot to get a gift uh-huh. so then after like a little while i was like look i just have to be completely honest with you i can't let you think that i bought this gift in real life i'm like i regifted it i was in a hurry and she's like okay this makes perfect sense <laughs> just because this is the worst toy ever i love how nobody was saying anything yeah everybody's kind of like oh my god dina and so now it's like a running joke the kids play with it all the time oh my god it's still there and I keep telling her, I'm like, just donate it. Just donate it. And she's like, no, they, they play with it. Oh so every gosh. time they play with it, we just make a joke about the world's worst gift that I re-gifted. <laughs> so That's really funny. test your stuff out before yes. you re-gift it so you don't end up in a situation like mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Well, I think that wraps up our gifting episode. I just want to know why you didn't catch my pun. You're you're the funniest oh, person I know. That's a wrap. There we go. Jerk. Like you wrapped a gift. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad you didn't even notice it. Okay, what? Great pun. No, we're going to end it there. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Allow Us to Rethriftoduce Ourselves. For episode show notes, links, photos, and more, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Dina's Days and Fat Don't Crack and sign up for our mailing list so you can get episode notifications sent directly to your email.